Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday, the 5th of July, RBA Decision Day today. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to of course you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full or you can head on over to the marcustoday.com website if you're listening to this on a podcast and read our disclaimer there and of course you can click on to all the other goodies that we have on the website as well and if you're not yet a member of the community love to have you on board all right well of course last night they had the u.s bank holiday or independence day holiday in America, so we had no U.S. markets. We do, however, have U.S. futures markets, uh, which are slow, showing slightly negative. So we did have to rely on European markets last night for our lead, and as a result, we have no lead at all. We have a one-point rise in SPY futures. Pretty good day yesterday, up around 73-odd points. It was off the top, but it was a pretty good day yesterday led by banks and industrials, and a little bit of a bounce in resources and in the oil stocks. So not a bad day yesterday. One point up on the SPY today, so nothing shaking but the trees. But we do have, of course, the RBA meeting at 2.30, and we'll get on to that in a minute. As far as European markets go, FTSE was up 64 points, 0.89%. FTSE, though, is dominated to some extent by oil and gas stocks, so that does account for the fact that the FTSE has been one of the better performing markets in Europe over the last six months, but it has been pretty much a dog over the last five years. Up 0.89% for the FTSE. The DAX down 0.31%, 40 points, 12,773. And the stocks, 50, which is the more pan-European indice, was up two points, or 0.54% of a percent to 409. Of course, the fixed index closed. On commodity markets, though, LME was open. Brent crude up 1.7%, $113.50, edging ever higher. Some production problems coming from uh, various countries, including Libya. And we do have Joe Biden heading to Saudi mid this month to talk to uh, MBS about maybe some production increases from Saudi. Although, as we know from the uh, conversation between Macron and Biden, there doesn't seem to be a lot of room for those production rises from the Saudis at the moment. WTI up 2.06%, two $2.23, $110.66. Gold in US dollar terms was closed last night. And we did have the iron ore price under pressure again, down 4.6%, down to $109.94. So no good news there for iron ore. In other metals last night, we had copper uh, down 0.8, nickel up 2.8%, aluminium up 0.6, zinc up 0.4, lead up 0.5. Uh, we had uh, tin up 1.9% as well. So... Um, a little bit of uh, positivity on the LME last night. The Aussie dollar 68.64 there. So uh, not much to go on, as they say, with the US closed. Uh, no US prices, obviously, in their stocks. And uh, no uh, ADR prices for BHP and Rio. So not much to go on until we get the RBA. Here you can see the stock 600. A little bit of a swoon and then a rally, and then it fell away again towards the death. So nothing very exciting there. All eyes pretty much on 
uh, our RBA today, that's for sure, in terms of our market. China yesterday was up half a percent, Japan up 1.3, and Hong Kong down 0.13%. We did see a little bit of a rise last night in Bitcoin, but it is still under 20,000 for a fun token there. Major stories last night in international markets, not really in markets, but a gunman at large after killing six at a July 4 parade in Chicago's Highland Park suburb. And Zelensky says Ukrainian forces are undeterred as Russia hails Luhansk victory and Canadian inflation expectations bolster case for supersized rate hike. Bear in mind, of course, that the Canadian economy is not dissimilar to ours, not dissimilar issues either with the soaring house prices, or they were soaring house prices, and a reliance on commodities in Canada's terms it's oil and gas and uh, that uh, tar oil and in our terms of course coal iron ore as well and uh, rogers shaw start Can- canada antitrust talks on blocked 20 billion dollar merger and russia hails capture of luhansk region but says big ukraine battles lie ahead vladimir putin was praising his troops and giving them a day off and handing out some medals on the back of their victory there. And the ECB top shareholder Germany lays out conditions for aid to indebted states and Germany to overhaul law to bail out energy firms stricken by Russian woes. Pope Francis denies his planning to resign soon. Not quite sure who did these headlines today, but I'm sure that's going to be market moving if the Pope does uh, resign. And weary Argentinian investors hit by more political turmoil. Wasn't it ever so? RBA meeting today. This is what to expect from our market. It's going to be pretty quiet, I would imagine, from the get-go with that one-point rise in the SPY. But if we can hang on to those 73 points from yesterday, that's not a bad sign, of course. But the RBA meeting at 2.30, very much in focus. We don't get, of course, much in terms of um, minutes out of that meeting. We do get uh, a brief statement and we do get the final paragraph with whatever the RBA is thinking. 50 basis points does seem to be consensus, which would take it up to 1.35%. Bear in mind that inflation at the moment, the RBA estimates, is somewhere over 7. We have current interest rates, official interest rates, 0.85, soon to go to 1.35, and there is a theory that next month we will see another 50 basis points as well which will take us to 1.85, still a long way shy of the 7% that we are seeing in inflation. So uh, there is potential for that to go higher, especially if that inflation becomes entrenched. Stocks 50, we've talked about the uh, European indices because that's what's going to be driving our market today to some extent, not a lot of extent though. Stock 50 up 0.1, FTSE up 0.9, CACs up 0.4, DAX down 0.3, 10-year yields across the board, US 2.88, Australia 3.55. That differential seems to be widening a little bit. Certainly in recession fears in the US, far more solidified than in Australia and Germany, 1.33%. So that one has come down a lot as well. That iron ore price is a bit of a concern for the likes of BHP, Fortescue and Rio. And billionaire Bill Ackman says investors are mistaken if they think the outlook is improving because US bond yields have dropped. He says the Fed will need to rapidly raise rates to 4 to 5% by next year. That's just what he said in a tweet. Now, he's a billionaire, so he probably knows a lot more about it than I do. But that does seem quite excessive, 4 to 5%. 
And interestingly, according to one source, SQM research, the number of distressed residential listings jumped by more than 10% across New South Wales in June over the previous month. And we are starting to see some consolidation happening in the gold sector. Uh, Genesis, which is run by ex-Saracen MD Raleigh Finlandson, <coughs> who is a bit of an industry doyen, is understood to be talking to St. Barbara about a nil premium merger, which would create a $1 billion odd gold miner, run by Raleigh, of course. <coughs> Excuse me. So that is interesting, given the eruptions that we're currently seeing in the gold sector at the moment, uh, kicked off uh, by higher costs and lower gold prices. The, the nasty squeeze that we are seeing for resource companies at the moment is those higher costs, being remote locations, etc. You've got diesel issues, you've got staffing issues due to not just COVID now, but the nasty flu that we have going around as well. So that is affecting uh, operation staffing costs as well. And, uh, of course, fuel being one of those big costs. China continues to punish Australian coal producers as Russia is starting to make inroads into China. And they're finding that certainly a good market for their products at the moment. Imports of Australian coal, though, bottomed out in late 2020. Uh, but the value of Russian coal has been edging higher ever since. And Cook Inc. from Canada, which is making a takeover play for Tassel, now has a 7.6% stake Averaging price around $3.85, so uh, they have a little bit of scope there already in the money, but um, that one looks as if it's going to get interesting in coming weeks. As far as question of the day goes today, will the RBA move affect your spending habits, or I guess have you already toned down some of your spending in terms of uh, these interest rate rises we're seeing? Uh, Some of the economists were astonished to see that uh, entertainment and cinema going had increased dramatically in the last few weeks, uh, primarily, I guess, because the Gladys vouchers were running out at the end of June. And everybody, certainly everybody I saw, rushed to see Elvis last Tuesday ahead of the end of those vouchers, the expiry of those vouchers. There was $300 million worth of unused uh, stimulus vouchers from the New South Wales government that expired last week. So no wonder there was a bit of a rush to spend those on uh, entertainment and dining out. But will the RBA move affect your spending habits going forward? Half a percent is very much expected today. Well, that's it for me today. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. As usual, we'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights over there. It's a great group. 3,700 members plus now, people joining all the time. So it really is a great group. So uh, we urge you to make use of that as a great forum to discuss things with fellow members. And of course, our motto over there is members helping members. And if you're listening to this on a podcast and you want more Marcus Today wonderfulness on podcast, there's the Marcus Strategy Podcast, which is our morning meeting fly on the wall. Look at what we're thinking and doing. There's the On The Desk podcast with the team in Melbourne talking all things financial and my On The Couch podcast where I talk to some of the fund managers and CEOs in the industry and some of mates of mine uh, about things that are happening in finance and in their companies and their investment style as well. Last week I chatted to Adam Dawes about some stocks that he fancied and also about the banana index. There we go. But that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. May the trading gods be with you. (laughs) 